Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you like, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate, or you can go to buymeacupofcoffee slash CraigU. All of these links are also in my show notes. And for people who donate, I have various levels of benefits. For $5, you get a thank you at the start of the next episode of Canadian History X, Canada's Great War, and from John to Justin, and on social media. For $10, you get everything from the $5, plus this episode is sponsored by, with your name at the start. Also, I'll state it's sponsored by you on social media. For $20, everything from the $5 and $10, plus a second episode sponsored by you, and promotion of something you're working on. And for $50, everything from the $5, $10, and $20 plus, you get to choose a topic for me to cover on Canadian History X. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok where I put up daily videos about Canada's history. Just go to my username, Bairdo37. And you can find weekly videos on Canada's history on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash c slash CanadianHistoryX. If you want to find transcripts of every episode I've ever done, you can go to my website, CanadaEHX.com. And there's over 700 posts on Canada's history there. So, this episode is a bit of a shorter one. I do apologize when they're shorter episodes, but all small towns, I feel, have a story to tell, and some will be shorter than others. Nonetheless... I hope you enjoy it. The story of Wobbleman begins with the lake itself. This lake, which is 19.2 kilometers long, 6.6 kilometers wide, and only 36 feet deep at its deepest point, was known for its very clear water. It is from there that the Cree gave it the name of Wobbleman, which means mirror. The lake was formed by the retreating ice sheets 10,000 years ago, and today it is one of the most heavily used lakes in all of Alberta. The lake has many fish species in it and is an important migration point for birds flying north or south depending on the time of year. Many animals such as the beaver, muskrat, and moose are also found in the area. The area of Wobbleman was primarily the home of the Stony Cree people who occupied the area for centuries. The abundant natural resources made it an excellent place to stop and camp, as did the fresh water and ample fish in the lake. The development of Wobbleman Lake would begin thanks to the Grand Trunk Railway, 
The fish from the lake were sold as far away as New York City, and they were carried by boxcar by the railway to those locations throughout North America. The lake became a popular destination for summer tours from Edmonton, and in the winter, ice was cut to supply railway refrigeration cars. The first post office was opened at Wobbeman Lake in 1903, taking the name of the lake for the post office. Many homesteaders began to stop in the area, enticed by its beautiful landscape and ample land available. In 1910, more people were beginning to settle in the area of Wobbleman, and most belonged to the Anglican Church. A congregation was created, and soon after, a church was constructed near Wobbleman Lake out of logs felled from the area. The land and most of the cost of the building of the church came from the local parishioners, but some money came in from England as well. In 1911, the church was consecrated by Bishop Pinkham out of Calgary. It soon became a regular stopping place for Anglican priests who toured through the area on a circuit. The church would go through various changes and eventually its log walls would be covered over with siding. One fascinating fact about the church is that its altar coverings were made from material that adorned Westminster Abbey during the coronation of King George VI. While the log walls are no longer visible, they are still forming the structure of the church. And today, this church remains one of the few log churches still standing in all of Alberta. In 2005, it was made a provincial heritage resource. I visited this church. It's a wonderful, cute little church. I even did a video of it on my YouTube channel. I'd like to take a break away from the episode for a second to talk about ExploreNet. I spent most of my life living in rural areas in Canada, and I remember the days of dial-up internet and spotty high-speed service. For the past three years, I have been a customer of ExploreNet, and I can honestly say that it is the best rural internet I have ever had. My job as a podcaster means I spend a lot of time researching online, interviewing people over Zoom, and uploading content. Through it all, ExploreNet has provided me with excellent service. When I'm not working, I enjoy streaming content on several streaming platforms, and even doing some online gaming with a friend in Ontario. ExploreNet allows me to do all of that with ease. Right now, they offer up to 50 megabits per second on their new LTE network with unlimited data. Their service has only become faster and better since I first signed on. Today and beyond, ExploreNet is investing in building and upgrading the network at a rapid pace. ExploreNet is rural, and that is their route, and that is their focus. For more information about rural internet options in your area, go to ExploreNet.com or call 1-866-285-2253. The community began to grow fast enough that on July 18, 1912, it became a village. That would change in 1946 when it was dissolved as a village, but then it became a village once again in 1980, only to dissolve that status once again in 2021. By 1915, Wobbleman Lake was already becoming a popular destination for Edmonton residents to vacation at. The Edmonton Bulletin reported, quote, The praises of Wobbleman have been sung so often, and its manifold beauties and varied delights have been painted in lavish colours so frequently that there is no necessity to repeat them for the benefit of Edmonton people, who already have tasted of the wooing enjoyment to be found at the camper's paradise. End quote. At the time, Wobbleman had an open-air pavilion where dances were held every week on Saturday nights. It also had direct phone communication with Edmonton and several boat launches to cater to the many tourists who were coming to the area. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. By 1929, as the Jasper Highway was being built, a delegation of Wobbleman residents went to Edmonton to ask for the route to go as close to the lakeshore as possible. Alberta Premier Brownlee was receptive to the idea of having the highway run near to the lake itself. But in the end, the highway would go past Wobbleman, but about two to three kilometers away from it, so not quite what the delegation had hoped for. When you visit Wobbleman, you may notice there are some power plants in the area. The plants were a major driver of the economy for Wobbleman for decades. The Transalta Wobbleman coal plant was built in 1956, generating 537 megawatts of electricity at the time. The plant would have the largest turbo generator in all of Western Canada upon its construction. In all, it cost $8 million to build, amounting to about $83 million today. And at the time, it was also the most efficient plant in all of Western Canada. Eventually, with pressure from environmental groups and changing times, the coal plant was closed down for good in 2010. The main building was destroyed by a controlled implosion on August 11, 2011. And there are now plans to turn the site into a waterfront for high-rise condos. The Sundance Power Station, a gas-fired station that originally used coal, is also still located in the area and still operating. Today, as the plant shut down, Wobbleman is moving towards a tourism-based economy as it is very popular among Edmonton residents looking to get away from the city and stay in the many cabins around the lake. In 2009, Wobbleman decided to do something unique to help put it on the map. The community created Frankenfly which is created as the world's largest dragonfly and today is actually Canada's largest dragonfly. The structure, which was designed by welder Frank Fanouf, has an abdomen of a 490-liter propane tank welded to a light post with wings made from a scrapped airplane while its head comes from another propane tank. The wingspan of the dragonfly is 10 meters. Mary Thompson, the special events and marketing coordinator for Wolverine, would say at the time, quote, Curiosity brings people in. We're hoping it puts us on the map. End quote. With the creation of the giant insect, Wobbleman became only the second Alberta community to commemorate an insect, after the giant bee in Faller. And I visited this dragonfly, and it is quite large and definitely worth a stop. I hope you enjoyed that episode of my look at Wobbleman. If you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram at Bairdo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. And you can donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. I'd also like to thank all of my wonderful patrons, and I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Michael Matthews, Joanna Parker, Jeff Dahl, Vobs, Robert Page, Richard D., Colin Johnson, Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Gartho, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, an anonymous patron that I truly do appreciate, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W., Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Chauve, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Rawa, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Thanks. And we'll see you again next time.